Breakdown, episode 25. D-Rose in the building. Not the Chicago Bulls D-Rose, though. It's that, that new and improved D-Rose. It's the Timberwolves D-Rose. It's the, who do you play for now? I don't know who he plays for. I know he yeah. played for the He was number 25 in the Knicks. Yep. And then the Timberwolves. I'm not sure where he's at right now. Post-double ACL surgery D-Rose edition. Shout out to D-Rose. That was a knock. Shout out to D-Rose. My bad. That sounds suspect, didn't it? That did sound suspect. <laughs> what? My man's had two of them, right? Two ACL surgeries. He had, I mean, each kneecap. Yeah, man. All right, let's bring it back. Bring it so, back. So, uh, first of all, we just want to say welcome. I know we did we skipped an episode, yeah. but we did we did start a new segment, and we're hoping to add these like little tiny segments in mm-hmm. between episodes, uh, especially when the, our schedules get a little bit busy, especially with our work and stuff. We have to fluctuate our time. Yep. So um, go check them out. Yeah, so or, go check them out. There's one. There's one right now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's like a hundred of them. Go check all hundred of them. No, out. but like the the idea behind it is to um, kind of like create. Well, first of all, it's called Food for Thought, and it's either yeah. going to be me or it's going to be you or whoever has time to like just do a little snippet segment. It's going to be between five to ten minutes, mm-hmm. and it's about it just gives like a subject to for people to think about mm-hmm. uh, and make you just think about certain items or certain scenarios in a different way. Yep, hands down. They're kind of cool, man. And they're not like crazy long, five, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Something from when you quick drive home, pop it in, listen to mm-hmm. it, let us know what you think. Yeah, and I hope you guys like learn something new or and vice versa. If there's kind of just like short things that you guys want us to talk about mm-hmm. in those little segments, just feel free to reach out to us and send us an email. Most definitely. Breakroombreakdown at gmail.com. Yes, sir. So what's good, Chris? It's been some time. It's been a week. It's been a whole week. Yo, time flies, man. It does fly. Holy moly. It's been a week. I feel like I just talked to you yesterday. I know. But that's what life. That's what this podcast is for. Yo, we're busy. Period. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is on the side, man. So work has been busy. Home life. The home front has been busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. But every, all things considered, I'm blessed and it's good. What about you? It's been pretty good. Um... I mean, home's been pretty good. Work has been good. It's been really busy at work right now. But um, it's been good on eBay as well. Yeah. Um, we're definitely on track. Basically, we're not like where we want to be at, but we're mm-hmm. consistently having some sales. So yeah. I can't can't complain with that. No, I'm the same. I just, my goal was to make like what? A little, about 100 bucks a day. And this month, turning slightly under that, but I've really ramped up my activity. And I'm seeing the fruits of that labor, so I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And shoot, we got a good episode. I think Chris has he has a list. Da, da, da. A, da, 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 a list of uh, things he wants to cover today. Mm-hmm. A lot. But yeah, we'll cover some of these, man. Just some great stuff. You know, being cognizant of what people are talking about in the reseller world, YouTube world, Instagram reselling world. Pick up some good ideas to talk about, and I think you guys would truly enjoy them. Mm-hmm. You know. But yeah, man. I think the first thing I want to touch base we were just talking about before we started rolling was, uh, did, I got a question for you. What's up? Did you know eBay has layaway, bro? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, man. Layaway. <laughs> no <laughs> lie. Like two two day layaway. <laughs> so <laughs> no, Dog. so so what Chris is talking about is man. when people purchase an item, and I'm I'm, the more you sell. Especially for the people that have been selling for a while, they know exactly what we're talking about. But for new sellers or new people that are jumping on eBay, you're going to understand, like, the more you sell items, the more you run into some kind of weird gray area scenarios. One of them being eBay layaway. Yeah. People purchasing an item and not 
paying for it and kind of just like waiting like four to five days before they even pay mm-hmm. or at sometimes they don't even pay at all yeah and it can get a little frustrating especially if um you get a couple sales that are back to back and you're like yeah. oh great man i just killed it this week with that money and they don't even pay till like the following week yeah it's crazy man you know i used to be nice but i'll give you two days third day i open the case man day two if you ain't pay i'm opening the case as soon as <laughs> bro <laughs> it makes you laugh but case. no but for real though like you know? le- legitly um I've, I've opened cases like i don't even if i mean if they send me a message and they're like oh i can't exactly i can't pay till this day i'll be like okay cool. but as soon as i can open a case bro. i usually open it and, yeah. the, and the the thing is like yeah it might sound a little like rough but if you go to a store you're not going to purchase an item and not pay for it exactly. right um and in this scenarios um the person like I, I'm dealing with a couple of those cases right now. One of them was kind of it's it was suspect from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, it will they purchased some shoes from my uh, eBay store, and then they I look because I always kind of look at the person who's buying things just to see like to make sure it's legit. This person one created their account two days ago or two days before the purchase in January like seventeenth, yeah. and I think the purchase was like January twentieth. For three days. And then, on top of that, they're stationed in Malaysia. And I'm like, come on. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'm just, like, uh, jumping into conclusions. But for the most part, that's it's a scammer right away. That's weak. And so I was just waiting. Because I can't even open a case for, I think, 24 hours. No, like two days. You can't can't even open a case for two days. So I've been waiting. And that's two business days. That's not... (laughs) Yeah, you know? so that's what happens on, on Friday. You have to wait till like, Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. So so that that's one of my scenarios I'm dealing with with uh, eBay Layway. The second one, I had this this person purchase. It's not even a big purchase. That's the first thing, right? I think they purchased this, like, vintage uh, Garfield and Friends Odie plush. Like, I remember that thing. Plush toy thing, right? Yeah. Picked it up for, like, I don't know. I want to say maybe, like, a quarter. But I they bought it for fifteen dollars. I think like three dollars shipping. Bro, pay up, please. And they hadn't paid, so I messaged them. I sent an invoice the next day. They come back with, "Oh, I'll let you know once I have income." Y- y'all should see my face right now. <laughs> really? But I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, not, it's starting to sound like a vent, but at the same time, it's like. If an God. item that's costing you $15 is going to break you, then don't even purchase you, the item. You got to reevaluate your life, man. That's some strange stuff. Yeah. So those are my two scenarios when it comes uh-huh. to eBay layaway. Yeah. And I was talking to Chris before the podcast. Man, I'm starting to consider just switching all my mm-hmm. items to immediate pay mm-hmm. and just not even not even deal with the yep. um, eBay layaway, the two days that they mm-hmm. get in between. Because I really don't understand that. Yeah. Um, Amazon, when you purchase an item, you pay right away. Right you can't. Away. You can't just yeah. like it take it out of like inventory and not pay for it. Exactly. One thing I started doing now is after one full day, I send an invoice. Just to hey, just in case you forgot to pay, mm-hmm. here's your invoice. Got the taxes and everything on there. Bam. Right, and Period. it tells you exactly where it's yeah. going, the shipping and everything. Exactly. And then another twenty four hours go by, case open, man. Mm-hmm. I used to be, oh, I'm not gonna open the case. I don't want you to give me a negative. Forget that. You, oh, yeah, you better pay up. Yeah, you know. 
I mean, in in the past, like we've gone, we've had scenarios where like they hadn't paid, right? Like they'll purchase an item in the morning mm-hmm. they hadn't paid, and I would even like depending on the day, like if it was a Saturday and we were mm-hmm. already shipping, yeah, for Saturday morning stuff and Friday like Friday stuff, and they made a purchase that morning, I would send them a message saying, "Hey, if you pay in the next like hour, we can get your item shipped out today." Mm-hmm. And for the most part, that's always, like, works. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, we just cool. throw it into the uh, rotation that we currently have, and mm-hmm. that seems to, like, trigger people to pay. Yep. But that eBay layaway, man, they got to get joke. that fixed. Man. I had a funny one with that. It was a little while back where this lady bought some jeans, and she didn't pay. But she kept communicating with me mm-hmm. via, um, you know, messenger and email and stuff. Well, the, the eBay messenger or email, eBay email, excuse me. He's like, yeah, um, yeah, I get paid Friday. I'm like, okay, that's understandable. Three days later, mm-hmm. then the weekend goes by. She emails me on Friday or my Sunday. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, I gotta buy my daughter this. I'll pay you this. I'm like, all right, lady, how about this? I'm so I got kind of fed up because like a week went by, <laughs> and I was very being very <laughs> compassionate and sympathetic with her. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna cancel this order. Are you? But I had to make sure she says she's cool with it, and I'm gonna repost it. If you're able to purchase them, you know, when you have some funds please do she's like oh thank you so much and she's like i was like yo why'd you buy in the first place yeah so what's your opinion on that because uh um like i mean this is perfectly goes into the next uh segment uh in regards to just dealing with interesting buyers and mm-hmm. buying or buyer scenarios mm-hmm. so when you cancel an order on your end what are you putting down as the reason being canceled because sometimes if you you cancel too many orders it, yeah. it's a ding on your account yeah, one thing with that, I always make sure when I cancel orders, I get back in writing from them. And I have, like, a canceled folder. I have different folders where I just kind of funnel emails. Dan, you're message. organized. Oh, yeah, because, you know, some, it's called CYA. Y'all know what that means. Cover your, your ashy, you know. So, <laughs> so you know, the biggest thing with that is, I mean, if they, because if you cancel an order mm-hmm. without them saying, yes, please cancel or getting that confirmation canceled, then you get dinged. CYA is you CYA when you say yes please cancel my order and you have it and then you could put it in the drop down buyer was it like buyer com, buyer wanted to cancel mm-hmm. and then bam you're good and you won't get dinged that way mm-hmm. so so that's that, that's interesting mm-hmm. um, but I always get in writing hey or even if I messed up on the order like oh I, I was packaging this order oh crap I noticed there's a hole in this bag um, I can give you a discount like a couple bucks off or would you like me to cancel this order due to the defect and they're like cancel it bam cancel it because i don't you know so stuff like that so mm-hmm. but as long as i have it in writing that they say cancel we're good. Uh, doesn't that suck that like when you purchase oh, items and you're, you're like oh man i got a banger oh, no, and then dude. you take it home and you're like all excited and you start looking through it and yeah. you find a hole or it's damaged well the worst part was this one do the whole sourcing process i looked uh-huh. at it looking like money pictures everything money uh-huh. i go to package it once it's sold i'm like yo yeah and then i looked at i don't know what i was doing but i just saw the whole i'm like that's the worst like yeah. if you catch it during pictures you can make note of it or something this is when i was packaging it uh-huh and it took them like a day to get back to me i was like dang so this is kind of like a um well shoot shout out to hustle at home mom but it was one of her scenarios and i think i don't remember which video it was but i was watching it with holly mm-hmm. and she was talking about how she sourced a pair of shoes, like a flat, like a pair of flat shoes. She took them home, sold them, and then she realized that one of them was a size ten, and the <laughs> hey, other one was a size eleven. That's the worst, man. And they still sold. Yeah. So she like, 
or I don't know if she sold him right away, but uh-huh. she she had him on there, and she was like, well, I mean, I can't return him. Yeah. So she listed it as one size ten, one size eleven, and they sold. Bro, some people got all feet though. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know that was a thing, but that's just, yeah. it's a thing. That's crazy, and they still sell it? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like one of those things where you pick up an item, you take it home, you're like, like oh, crap, man. I messed up. But yeah. for her, it worked out, and mm-hmm. congratulations, you know? I'm the same. I sold an Affliction shirt last week. I probably undersold. Um, there's an Affliction shirt that I bought. I was like, oh, yeah, Affliction, because it's like finding those in a while. They're rare now. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows about Affliction. So I found one. I was like, oh, here's an easy $30. Took it home. I was like, oh, man, it's a big old stain. Then it had like it was shredded at the bottom. I don't know how I didn't see this. <laughs> I had some goggles on or something. Yeah. So I'm like, crap, dog, this is like gonna cut the price in half. Still sold though. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, I just put distressed in the title and got home. I was like, well, you know what? And that's yeah. what I was gonna say. Sometimes even items that are not necessarily damaged, but uh-huh. if it has stains, but uh-huh. it's it's a very sought after yes. item, it will still sell. It'll still sell. Just make sure you just note it. Yeah, make sure you note it and you you put it on like the not necessarily you don't have to put it on the title, but mm-hmm. you can put it in that extra column on the uh, if if you look on your laptop or computer, you have an extra column that says like your item description. Mm-hmm. It doesn't appear on the app. Nope. So that's that's something for, for people to know is that certain features don't work on your app that work on your computer or desktop. Yep. Yeah. So note it there and it'll be right in parentheses mm-hmm. under the title and it'll say whatever you put there. Yeah. I'm an avid laptop lister now because I like it a lot better. It's I a little like, bit faster. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Definitely but, agree yeah, with you on that one. And it messes with the format if you li- if you start on your laptop and then you go on your phone to alter or to do it. It says mm-hmm. this will alter the format. So just be consistent mm-hmm. on either phone or laptop. All right. So let's uh, let's take it back to the uh, weird scenario since it kind of everything that we're talking about right now kind of ties yeah. in with with clients and with uh, people buying stuff on eBay. So I've had like a few different scenarios recently. One being people trying to negotiate after they purchase an item. Bruh. So that that is, I've I've had two lately and it's, it was really strange. They're trying to get on. Uh, oh yeah, I know. So the first scenario, I sold these uh, Nike Jordans. Uh, I think they're called Reveals GSs. Mm-hmm. Um, I purchased them. I don't remember how much I purchased them. I want to say they may, they might have been like two dollars, and I sold them for thirty. Yeah. Um, that's what shipping included. I think they were 23 plus ship. Mm-hmm. So I sent a person an offer because they were up there for a little while. There were kid shoes too, kid mm-hmm. sizes. Yeah. Kid sizes don't sell as well, but they still sell here and there if you have the right shoe. So I sent them an offer for 23 and they accepted. And I sometimes like when I'm busy and stuff, I don't even see what's going on mm-hmm. on eBay. Um, so at some point he wrote after he accepted the twenty three dollar offer plus ship, he wrote, "Would you take 20? Like, no, bro. And then I was like, "What?" So then, and I didn't even respond, and he ended up just paying the twenty three plus the yeah. ship. You got to. He's it's a, he technically committed to buying the item at yeah, that price. Exactly. Yeah. So that that was kind of weird. That's different. So then I had another scenario, and this one happened. I want to say either yesterday mm-hmm. or the day before yesterday. Um, I sold this Ralph Lauren polo uh, mm-hmm. long sleeve. It was kind of it was a really nice one. I considered mm-hmm. like keeping yeah. it, uh-huh. but I was like, no, nah, I can't, I can't, I can't get hooked on my own stuff. Yeah. So um, it was just like it had a really big like pony on the on the uh, embroidered pony. Mm-hmm. It had a uh, embroider on the sh- on the sleeves both yeah. sides and on the collar. Mm-hmm. It had like some like graphic print in the back that said Ralph Lauren. Um, so. I was looking at comps. They were selling for like between forty to fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. So sh- that's going to be kind yeah. of like a bolo there. 
for people to look out for. Usually the big pony sell better than just the regular traditional oh, small. Down. Big yep. pony, bigger, like the more yeah. like uh, embroidered, the more like exaggerated the yep. shirt is, mm-hmm. the higher you can sell it for. Down. So this one was selling for 40 to $50. I put it up for 40 and I sent this person an offer for 30 so I was like, let's, let's get stuff yeah. moving, you know? Okay. So I was like, all right. So then he accepted the offer, right? Didn't pay. Went to eBay Langway for like a day or two, right? Uh, so I'm like, oh my gosh. So then I sent him a, an invoice, and then I went back to work. I was doing my daily job. And um, apparently he sent, it, he sent a message and was like, hey, um, I thought this was a new button or a new uh, polo. He said, I want to, I, w- I want to cancel or, and then he put like, kind of adding like the phrase and he said, or you need to lower your price. Do you, can you not read? So then I was like, that's weird because nowhere yeah. in the listing did it say that it was brand new. Yeah. Look at the picture. Don't have but tag, again, I didn't even notice <clears throat> it. So I let like 10, 15 minutes go by mm-hmm. until I actually, cause I, I actually got a uh, notification that they paid. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. It wasn't until I was going back into it to see like what what was sold and mm-hmm. stuff yeah. that I noticed that he wrote that. So mm-hmm. he, he sent a message saying, you need to lower your price mm-hmm. or cancel my transaction. So then I messaged him back after the fact, but he paid already. Like yeah. he, he, Then like 15 minutes passed, he paid. So then I was like, okay, that's weird. That's weird. He so, probably went back in and saw all oh, he was wrong. and Either that or he was trying to negotiate, and yeah. and that's yeah. like his tactic was to accept uh-huh. an offer and say, oh, I didn't know this was new. You either got to yeah. cancel or, uh-huh. or um, lower your price, and then yeah. maybe in other scenarios that works, right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't do anything. I messaged him back, and I said, hey, if you truly want to cancel this, this transaction, you need to initiate it from your side. Yeah. Because technically, the buyer can cancel from their side as well. They mm-hmm. can request to cancel the they order. They never do, though. Exactly. And that's why I was asking. Oh, my God. That's why I was asking you. I was like, it depends. Never. And that's what kind of makes me worried. I'm going to try to, like, um, research a little bit more. But I know that if you have too many cancellations on your side, it's a ding on your account. Hmm. So I told him, hey, you need to do it on your end. That's why I tell these guys, too. They're like, I don't see it where. I don't know how. No, they can, they can definitely cancel on their end. They're probably getting dinged, too, then. And the reason I know is because I kind of bought something and canceled, and I uh, I know I'm guilty. Somebody boo this man. <laughs> <laughs> it was my fault, though, too, on top of that. it was uh, I was trying to buy some uh, some bibs, some camel bibs, right. for uh, hunting. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> and I went and I found a pair, and I realized they were kid size. And oh, I was like, oh. I did that before. So I then came I, in front. So then I messaged the guy, and I was like, oh, I'm going to have to cancel that. He told me the same thing. He's like, you're going to have to do it on your end. Yeah. And then I went into the transaction, and, I, and it says cancel order. Okay. So then you cancel the order. He gets a request. He just has to accept. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. So then it's it's on, on the buyer. Okay. So that way he doesn't get a ding. Oh, man. So that's something to think about. Some buyers are just sly. I think you get dinged because there's also other reasons for, like, item damaged or item no longer available. I think mm-hmm. you think for those. You can't get dinged for somebody who wants to legit cancel. Right? Mm-hmm. That makes no sense to me. I don't know. It's pretty weird. Uh-huh. Um, we have another scenario. I've just been dealing with these weird scenarios yeah, lately. Because I mean, cause the, more you, the more you sell, the more yeah. you're exposed to more clients and more people, yeah. more scenarios. Um, the next one, I have this one and then one more and then I'm done. You can you can talk about your scenario. I feel like uh, like I'm stealing the spotlight right now. But um, so this uh, scenario was, we sold this long sleeve striped blue uh, hoodie 
mm-hmm. um, and shipped it out like in the beginning of the month, right? Yeah. And I didn't get a message from the buyer at all. And then until today, so today's what the twenty second. The twenty second. This this transaction happened like the first or second of November, or I'm sorry, not November of January. I was like, dang, oh. <laughs> of January. They're like, hey, I noticed that the shipment went to the wrong location. You put the wrong address in when you shipped it, and I'm like, that's weird. Like, cause nah. because like I individually do each package. I don't yeah. really do bulk shipping right mm-hmm. now. Cause one, I'm not, I, I'm yeah. not at that point where I need to do that. To, to ensure that we're shipping the correct um, packages and everything is the way it should be. So I um, I looked up the item, and I looked up the, the shipping, and the the shipping that was associated to that account when they made that purchase was correct. Like, that's where I shipped it. Mm-hmm. And then the address that they're giving me now, completely different. I don't like that. I don't like that. It sounds a little, a little weird. Sounds sus. So I replied, I haven't received the message back, but I'm going to double check, and I'll, I'll give you guys an update in the next episode. But I basically said, hey, I appreciate you uh, notifying me. Mm-hmm. And I, after I reviewed the, the purchase, I, I've noticed that, or the the or the, the shipping that was associated to that purchase at that time was the correct address. Mm-hmm. This is the address. Give him a screenshot. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to have to talk to eBay to figure out how they want us to handle that. Mm-hmm. And that's where I left it at. So we will see. Well, uh, yeah. that, that's a weird one, right? That is weird. Yeah, that's different. That's weird. It, it was yeah. like one was going to like Louisiana and the other one's yeah. like Virginia. No, that's way. That's too far off, bro. That is weird. You see, it was like a block or no, like a no, wrong no. House this was a completely state, a completely yeah. different state. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I had something like, I had somewhere like that happen to where. The, uh, it, was, it went through GSP and then but I didn't know it was a GSP order global shipping program so mm-hmm. I'm usually we, she, they, they send an offer I counter it with you know if you pay 30 I'll get this out tomorrow with free shipping and then she accepted it but then I would go to look into the details and it was a GSP order mm-hmm. I was like crap how do I offer free you know free shipping during that and she got invoice for something crazy through GSP so now I was then I messaged no she messaged me was like how can you offer free shipping I was like, oh, I didn't know you were international. Mm-hmm. So then she was like, how about I cancel the order, and I cancel, and then she was like, I'll give you an address in South Dakota. It's like, cool, but we have to cancel. She's like, you can't just change it? I was like, nope, global shipping is totally different. So you did an address in South Dakota? Yeah, but then it's funny, because then she messaged me, like, after I shipped it, she got, I got the shoes, he's like, right here, blase, blase. I made it down to South Dakota. But yeah, but I canceled it, and then she got, she rebought them from a South Dakota address. That is, that's a... That's a strange scenario. Very strange. You think like that's not that. I mean, all right, whatever. That is very strange. Yeah, it is. So was she like interesting? I don't. I don't very. even know what to say about that. Yeah. The last weird scenario with the client, right? Uh-oh. I sold these Jordan ones, all gray. Um, shoes, and in the description I said, "Hey, these are as is. Mm-hmm. They have two marks in the front." Please see all pictures. Yeah. Put that in the little description that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Put that on the actual description at the bottom. Right? Mm-hmm. Perfect. So this person purchased the, the Jordans, and then he messages me. He said, hey, oh, he opened a, uh, a, a return case, which is fine. I offer yeah. free ship, free returns, right? Because, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, if you're going to ship, I, they'll pay shipping 
to receive that the item, and then if they don't like it, I'll pay the shipping to return it, right? Yep. So it kind of neutralized itself. Yep. So then um, their comment was like, these shoes are damaged and un- you cannot use it or like they- you can't wear them because they have two marks on the front. Bro. So then I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. That is like exactly what my listing said. Yeah. But then it's like I offer free returns. So, so they, their account, it gets automatically approved, right? Yeah, that's true. So that's just another strange scenario. Like people don't, yeah. they don't really pay attention to details, um, especially when it comes to some listings. Mm-hmm. They kind of just quickly buy, yeah. which I still don't understand because even all the pictures show the mark. Bro, yeah. Something to think about. Some buyers are different because I pay so much attention to detail. I'm so paranoid when buying stuff online. Mm -hmm. I look it over, read every single thing, and yeah, I don't know, man. But I guess it happened to me with the uh, the uh, yeah, the camel bibs. Camel bibs. (laughs) It said kids size large. You still bought it? And I was like, oh snap, these are these are gonna be awesome. They were nice too. They were like Under Armour, like they were legit. And you're like, well, I got a deal on these. Yeah, I did. I was like, you got a deal because they're half your size. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna fit one leg. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Let's move on from all this negativity. I got I got one. I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself out there a little bit with the weird scenarios, which the scenario. And just involved just myself. It was weird. <laughs> what? Yeah. It was weird. So back to the finding a defect in the product mm-hmm. after you, you're about to ship it. You don't see it during pictures. And so these are these Keen, they're called Timberline, Bolo. Look them up. Keen Timberline shoes. Mm-hmm. They sell for like 40 bucks a pop. Um, used. So I got them. I was packaging them up. And I saw, like, it was kind of coming in loose on the sole because they're like, fuzzy wool sh- uh, like slippers mm-hmm. shoes but they got grips on the bottom I was like oh man so I was like alright I have three days to ship these so I was like you know what I messaged the buyer the next day I was like hey I sent a picture of it mm-hmm. it didn't look that bad but to me I'd rather just get everything up front I was like you know what I'll give you 20% off and or if you would like to cancel please do so day goes by I hear nothing mm-hmm. another day goes by I was like I gotta ship these by 12 o'clock so I was like didn't hear nothing from the buyer so I was like you know what Dang it! I'm just gonna ship them. <laughs> so you shipped them. I just shipped them because I I didn't want to have that canceled. Right, right, you know? right, right. So I was like, I'm paranoid. I think it's like the late ding or whatever. Yeah. So bro, so in the back of my mind, I was paranoid for like two weeks. I'm like, this lady, I hope she don't go back and read her messages later. You know, because mm-hmm. I left. Hey, which wherever you want to do, and uh, so long story short, like a week ago, I get a review from this lady. You know, I love the shoes. The shoes are so perfect. Oh my gosh, thank you. I'm like. What? Hmm. Interesting. I thought, I thought for sure I was gonna get a negative on that, but then I was like, I cover my, I cover CYA, so because I shot her a message. But she, I just hope she'll go back into that message like next year. I want to refund. You know, like, well, it's well, thirty I mean, days. They but. get thirty days. But that that goes back to like people don't pay attention Bro, yeah. on, on both sides, like the buyer and the seller. Man, um, and that goes back to adding like it 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 varies, especially with some listings. It's hard to like. Everyone has their own perception when it comes yeah. to the condition of an item. Mm-hmm. So to you, it can be in excellent condition. Exactly. Or it can be like terrible condition Preach. or good condition. But Preach. then the other person that receives it, they're going to be like, oh, this is awful. Yeah. Or this is amazing. Exactly. So it's like, it's, you're kinda, it's a double-edged sword. But that's why it's so important, children, to de- be detailed in your listings. Like you put every flaw that you see put try to do the best do your best pictures are so important you know so really get those detailed listings even if it takes an extra minute do it it will save you hassle 
and shady emails in the long run. That is so true, yes. man. You got to preach it, man. Preach. This is the perfect time to enter this segment. If you guys have any questions or want to communicate with us, mm-hmm. make sure to follow us on Instagram. We share some bolos there, too. Um, you can find me at High Stop Repurpose. Mr. Warhop without the period. And, yeah, I mean, we we try to uh, answer everyone's questions when we get DMs. Yeah, I usually do. So, yeah. Yep. I'm pretty interactive. And don't judge me for the funny stuff that I put up, but, hey. <laughs> it is a personal one. Chris is over here swole all the time, man. Yeah, health is wealth, man. Yeah, that is true, though, man. I'm, I'm like, gosh, I need to get up. Bro, <laughs> last last 22 days, I'm down 13 pounds. Jeez, that's awesome. Yeah, I was cutting, man, so I had all that water weight and that bad stuff, so I got all that out. So I got another 17 to go. I'm going to be shredded. It's going to be nasty. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Hey, so you guys can learn a little bit of fitness advice from Chris. Oh, yeah, everything. Pull a, uh, I don't know if you've seen this before. Uh, Recently, uh, Bonafide Hustler. Oh yeah, I saw that dude. He said, he, he said, you know what, man, I'm gonna start like actually like doing my fitness stuff. Like, yeah. Uh, I read his post. I saw that. Where he was talking about that. Hey, so good for him, man. I was like, I'm supposed to be the fit free seller, man. Hold up. It's okay. He he, <laughs> he, he buried me right now. I can lie. For now. <laughs> Just wait. No, but that's awesome, man. That's More cool. power to that. Yeah, that's dope, man. That's what, but that's cool though. Like, that's what I love about reselling. I love the community. The community, like the reseller community, like everyone has that. You got your your fit, I guess now, fit resellers. You got your, what, just all different types, man. Or, yeah. You, know, you got your hey, hippie be, resellers, you know. Because, you know, the, the thing is with reselling and when people find out that you're either a reseller, there's two different scenarios that mm-hmm. play in their mind. When people are, are thinking about resellers, they they always feel like the people that are selling items are shady people. Exactly. I don't know why. Snake oil salesmen. Yeah, or like used car salesman. Yeah. So then it's like, but at the same time, it's like, you know how many, I never realized how many people out there resell. It like It's like from each yeah. end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, and I've never came across a shady reseller. Well, okay, take it back. There's more good resellers than yeah. shady ones, like 95, 5%. Well, it's that one thing that say like uh, one negative review or one negative uh, comment is gonna attract ten people versus like the positive. Yeah, that's the world we live in, though. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Shoot, let's move on to the next segment. Yo, man, what's on our list? Well, dog, we had thirty minutes. We keep going. I mean, yeah. All right, boss. Just like two, two more. Two more, man. Look at you on fire. You ain't talked to your boy in a week, and you trying to. I'm trying to talk. I'm trying to run it. <laughs> let's run it. Okay. I love this. I love this phrase. It's part of my. I think this is one of my phrases I stole from someone. I give him credit one day. Not today though. Um, that it's really changed my year around, and my reselling year and how I approach uh, reselling. And that is, listing is living. Mm-hmm. How that would, is true. You know, how would you? Or so somebody, yo, first thing that comes to your mind, living is listing. What do you think? Living is listing or listing is living. Which version? Listing is living. Listing is living? Yes, listing is living. So that's basically, to me, the first thing that I think about is you need a list in order for you to be successful when it comes to, in in the context of being eBay. Exactly. Because everything is, the algorithm is tied to listing. So if you stop listing, your items are going to start disappearing. And we, I witnessed that fourth quarter, Mm -hmm. period. Well, last two months of fourth quarter. So yeah, I agree. And like, they say listing is money. Listing is, listing is, I think that is the number one trigger for the algorithm. 
listing. Listing. Yeah. Listing and sales. I can definitely see that. Period. Um, so my mom went for it. It's like, yo, Chris, if you're not listing, you're slipping. You know what I'm saying? If you're not listing, you're not, you're If you're not listing, you're not living. I'm like, dang. Straight up. So <laughs> that's, that's when you get that reseller mentality. No, I'm on full <laughs> reseller mentality because, like, and I have so much stuff just kind of just sitting. Like, yo, that is $30 shirt right there. Yeah. Why is it just in the chilling well, in the bag? Well, because you, you kind of get it. Like over time, like once you actually have a lot of items and you start sourcing, you do you have like the system down. It starts to get a little bit automated. Mm-hmm. And I kind of heard that recently from Pure Hustle podcast as well. He was talking about how he doesn't really enjoy, or this was Orlando. He said he doesn't really enjoy Amazon as much throughout mm-hmm. the whole year, but he mm-hmm. enjoys eBay because yeah. he has he can do different scenarios mm-hmm. and be successful with it. Which I can kind of see that because I feel like. Things get automated yeah. when it comes to like Amazon because they take mm-hmm. out all the structure. Like they literally have everything down to the T. And you pay for it too. And though. you pay for it. But with eBay, yeah. you like you can explore different niches. You can mm-hmm. jump into different categories. You yeah. can you can do so much. So it just like you tailor it to your schedule, you tailor yeah. it to what you're interested in. I agree. The only thing with Amazon is it's, you can scale it like crazy. I don't know, but man. I still I'm I'm I still I guess I just don't know it enough about yeah. it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm, I'm good where I'm at. I think I'll get to a point where I'll really dabble in it. But, I mean, what you said last time, heck, you listed and you got not, you started on Amazon a little bit. Now they're like, yo, we're, we want more from you. Oh, you know? I know. Ain't that crazy? So, I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys know. So, I started listing a couple of items on Amazon during Q4, and they sold. Like, I was pretty happy and excited that they sold. I sold a couple of different items. But then I didn't list anything because, one... I put my eBay store on vacation mode and I didn't have any more items for Amazon. So then they like, I don't know if they suspended my account or what. <laughs> you still don't know? <laughs> but I, I mean, I haven't listed yeah. on Amazon again. Yeah. But the, it, I got an email saying like, you haven't listed anything on Amazon. We're going to turn your account off until you list again or something like that. That's crazy. So I don't know if they just constantly want you to like pump yeah. up items. So. Did you get paid for that? For the yeah, yeah, I did. They, they cut you a check or you went straight to PayPal. It went straight to my um, actually my uh, checking account. Oh yeah, but it took like I want to say it took like maybe like between fifteen and twenty days. Oh yeah. Okay. So like I like the item sold in the beginning of the month. I didn't see that cash until literally maybe towards the end yeah. of the month or the beginning of the next month. That's crazy. So that's interesting. That's interesting, man. All right, man. I know we're approaching this. Uh, Let's. 34 mark but we just want to uh, leave you guys with the bolos yeah man i got a couple um a couple bolos that are really moving re- they move really quick for me and some that i actually saw from um part-time pickers on mm-hmm. youtube shout out to him he's dope they do post of youtube video every day of what sold thrifts all that crazy dang cool dude and he be killing it too man my like, gosh bro just started but um one bolo that I witnessed personally, and I might have said this before, but ultra running shoes. They are for the really legit runners out there. Zero drop. I don't even know what that means. Something to do with the toe placement in the sole. Those sell like crazy. I found my first pair this past weekend. Nice. I just put them up, and I'm already getting like watchers on them. So mm-hmm. check out ultra running shoes. And, I mean, I pay like 2 bucks for them. And, um, I mean, I listed them for 50 they go, you can, I've seen some go higher than 50 used. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
you can you can tell they've been used. But mm-hmm. the shoe is that good. As long as they have good tread, insoles are good. Well, it, it, hardcore runners they change the insoles out, so that's not as important. Mm-hmm. But check out the ultra running shoes. Yeah, that is true. A lot of the hardcore runners they have their own insoles. They yep. always they buy the the shoe and then yep. they take out the insole and put mm-hmm. their own. Yep. So that that is an interesting point there. Yeah. Uh, my bolo is going to be vintage Adidas shoes. I just picked up a pair today. Yeah. Uh, the three stripe with the yeah. little foil, the three what is it called three foil leaf yeah that's what i call it the three leaf or the leaf or whatever yeah so anyway so i had these adidas that, that were in my basement for like i had them since i was in high school right mm-hmm. um in the basement i kind of forgot about them we took them out of storage we we're like oh look at these adidas shoes holly was like i don't even want to list these they look like they're beat up yeah. right because i think one of the tongues had a little split in it but other than that, they were like the the whole structure of the shoe was mm-hmm. fine. It had enough a lot of tread, mm-hmm. and they were it was just they weren't like in like be, yeah. like excellent condition, but they were good enough. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They yeah. were pretty solid. Yeah. So I priced them competitively because there's a lot of shoes out there. Uh-huh. Holy smokes! Yeah. So I I believe they sold for either twenty five or thirty plus ship. But I listed them, and then I'm not even kidding, dude. In less than a minute, they were sold. Wow. I don't know if I underpriced them or what, but dude, That's they funny. went by. So it kind of is just kind of scary in a way because yeah. I'm like, maybe I could have got more money. But there were a pair of shoes that were in my basement. I hope that whoever receives them is happy with it. Yeah. And it was a good sale for me and a good and a good buy for them. That's dude. Last one I'm gonna leave you guys with is all okay. So we come across old gaming systems, N64s, PS2s, all that crap. Check out this controller. It's the official Nintendo 64 Millennium 2000 controller. Rare. Apparently, it's so rare, but there's a thousand of them out there. Probably half that now because that stuff's been discarded. But uh, shout out to Part Time Picker again. He found this controller in just a video game lot. He paid $170 for a lot that's going to gain him thousands of dollars. It's a silver controller. It has the 2000 on the side Millennium controller. On the, they're going for two grand. You know, two grand on eBay, thousand dollars. Just depends on what they're willing to pay. Mm-hmm. One just sold for like eight hundred dollars. A controller, N sixty four controller. No matter what the condition is, it's so rare. Hardcore gamers pick it up because it's that rare. Yeah, crazy. So don't sleep on the old. Just look it up. I mean, if it looks old, if it's a gaming system, mm-hmm. it doesn't take it doesn't hurt to take time to look it up. Mm-hmm. And my man came out, yeah, hundred seventy dollar buy. He had probably 50, 60 pieces of gaming equipment. That's, that's pretty sweet. And yeah, one piece is going to net him probably a grand. Uh, and I was going to say, um, the one thing I want to say about things like this, like especially like some vintage items and like like controllers like this that are collectibles and stuff, if you know what the, the value of that item is, don't settle for a low ball. No, 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 no. That's like the worst thing you can do. And I know it gets tempting because you're yep. like, man, like let's say you have it for $1,000 and someone offers you 400 and mm-hmm. you only paid a like a hundred or fifty yeah. bucks for it and you're like ooh nah. but if you know that that item is going to sell yep. for a higher price just Close. hold on to it if Close. it doesn't affect your uh, inventory and it doesn't affect your space where you live at or mm-hmm. whatnot, wherever your items are at keep it yep. it's a long tail item and eventually you'll find the right buyer yep hands down man ding yeah man so hope you guys learned something today from us learn up we really appreciate everyone who's listening shout out to everyone Again, if you guys want to uh, communicate with us, feel free to send us an email at breakroombreakdown at gmail.com yes, or our Instagram's account. Cool, man. And as always, hustle hard, homies.
Hey. Peace. Ooh.